Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Hello, this is Angela. And this is Angela's Awesome Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. You are in Season 2, Episode 2 of the Awesome Podcast. Welcome. My name is Angela Freeman. I am podcasting from here at my gym. It's called Angela's Gym, and it's located in Ketchum, Idaho. So welcome to the podcast. I'm an eating psychology coach. I'm also a personal trainer. Uh, I've been sober for a long time. Feels like a really long time. It's awesome. And those are the things that I... And bringing those are the slants that I have for this podcast for you. So welcome. I am really happy you tuned in. If you missed episode one of season two, then just a little background here. We are on the road to setting the steering wheel for more joy in 2016. And we cultivate more joy by little tiny changes. So we're giving you some ideas, some inspiration, some strategies around how to increase your joy level. Last week's topic was obstacles as opportunities, which is huge, amazing topic. Um, because if we want to have a very high level of joy in our lives, we need to learn how to look at obstacles in a different way. Because as human beings on planet Earth, we're inevitably going to run into obstacles. And if we can look at those things as opportunities, then that's going to be fabulous and we'll have an opportunity for more joy. I am defining joy as a very deep sense of well-being. It is not the same as being happy. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy it's the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy I just got to go for that big run. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy I'm going out to dinner with my beloved. I'm not defining it as that. Happy is fabulous. Um, Joy, to me, is a deep sense of well-being that no matter what's happening, I know everything is okay. I'm not waiting for things to be okay. Things are absolutely okay. So being able to look at the obstacles that are inevitably coming with a sense of what do I need to learn, how is this an opportunity, is going to help create more joy. So if you missed that and that sounds interesting, go back and hit episode one. And the new format here in season two, as you've noticed, I'm flying solo. My friend Heno and former co-host for season one is helping me produce this and navigate through uh, learning how to record this on my own. <laughs> as you could tell last week with the sound differences, I still have some work to do, but I'm, I'm getting it and he's helping me. And um, I just wanna say a big thank you to him if he's listening. And you can catch him at, at many of the other podcasts. Those links are in the show notes if you want to hear from Heno, which I'm sure you do. Um, so anyway, the second part of the podcast is going to be the live portion of my group coaching session that's going on right now. So I actually already recorded that this week. That was on Tuesday. This is Friday. I didn't get the intro done beforehand. So um, I just want to tell you that the topic of today's discussion is embracing feminine strategies or embracing the feminine and this topic is huge for me personally because when I started learning about feminine strategies when it comes to body image diet changes um, health habits how I feel about my body how I feel about my exercise how I choose my exercise how I choose to eat when this came into my life a few years ago when I went through the um, psychology of eating training which by the way is um, founded and directed by Mark David. It's based in Boulder. You can Google it. It's um, Psychology of Eating. It's fabulous. They have a lot of great resources. When he started talking about embracing feminine strategies and how masculine are overall strategies around weight loss, body image, exercise really are, I felt like I was coming home. I absolutely loved the idea of having more feminine because I had so much masculine particularly in those areas in my life I was very goal orientated about my workouts I was very numbers orientated Um, I was very clinical about what I ate and it was more about how many calories what's the proper food combination and when I started hearing about the feminine and how does this feel and how what are you in the mood for and 
How do you want to move your body instead of how do you need to exercise it? I felt like I was coming home. So I just love this topic. I loved getting all the paperwork ready, which is in the show notes. You, you'll want to get that for later. Print that out. Um, but what happened on Tuesday night that was very interesting is I had a few people, not just one, like a couple, three people that are very already very in their feminine. And so they really were interested in hearing more about the masculine. And even when it came to their exercise program, they're kind of all over the map. Well, let me, I don't really feel like doing it today. I'm not going to. And they actually need to get into their high masculine to create a schedule and become more accountable and to get some movement in their life. And uh, so it was very interesting because um, it was really the opposite of my experience with it. So I'm very fascinated with this idea of moving back and forth within the feminine and the masculine. And of course, both are super important. Um, and these gals, you know, I'm recommending to them, and if that is something that for anybody else that's listening, I'm recommending that you use your feminine intuition and really get clear about why it's important to you to make certain health changes or address some certain health challenges or uh, eating behaviors that are causing you uncomfortableness or um, around body image. And then you may end up pulling out your masculine in order to set yourself on a schedule of making sure that you're moving the body or um, you may need to get into your masculine about I'm going to put this on the calendar and I'm going to do that. And if you do indeed do that, then I'm going to strongly encourage that you set goals and those goals be behavioral goals, not outcome goals. So. An example of a behavioral goal would be, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes three times a week for the next six weeks. That is completely based on you just getting out there and doing it. It leaves room for, if it's a fast walk, a slow walk, whatever. If you have a masculine, or a, not a masculine, but a, um, a goal, an uh, end result type of goal, it would be something like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in the next six weeks. Like, we don't know if you can lose 10 pounds. We don't even know if that's a, that's right. That's kind of setting yourself up. Um, and you may start doing, you know, interesting, crazy, unhealthy things to get to that. But if you can find a behavioral goal, that's what I suggest. And I think your feminine is going to be more happy with that. Uh, going to feel more comfortable. That's going to be a little more doable. So um, I'm definitely interested in this idea of masculine and feminine and switching back and forth. That's definitely going to come back in this podcast at some point uh, where we talk more about the masculine. And if you are very feminine, how to incorporate that um, because now that's on my radar. So it'll be interesting to see what you think. And I'd love to hear feedback from you as to where this lands for you. I had some interesting feedback from the men in my group coaching saying that they they appreciated hearing how they could balance their masculine strategies with a little bit of feminine, and they also found it helpful for relating with the women in their life. Because generally speaking, women are gonna be more feminine, and generally speaking, men are gonna be more masculine. There's no doubt about it. So I hope this lands for you. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helps you get creative. Um, I cut it off at the end before all the questions. Um, but I did have some really good feedback from some people. Some couple of people came up with some really interesting ideas. So I encourage you to download the worksheets. Uh, I encourage you to do the writing. It's, it's powerful. It's powerful, and I think you'll enjoy it. So um, thanks again for tuning in. I'm going to get right to the live part next. And, uh, yes, let's set the steering wheel for more joy. Awesome. All right. So I know my aura is blue just because it has to be. So because you wear so much blue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we are attracted to that, and it tends to bring that out. It's going to her. Um, okay, let's, um, before we start, or as we start, let's get um, both feet on the floor and um, just feel the earth through the feet for just a moment and sit straight up and down. And... Um, Let's just take a couple breaths with the eyes closed and just get here. Do a little pause at the in-between. So inhale, 
just a little pause before you begin an exhale and then really let the exhale extend out and find a little pause before you inhale again. And notice the sensations in your body, the feet touching the floor, are they even, are they cold, are they warm? Sits bones, can you feel the seat that you're in? Spine lengthening up, shoulders tight, the face relaxed. None of this matters what it is, just notice what you feel and what's happening. So just really arrive here. And then just bring the thumb and the index finger together, connecting with the divine, whatever that would mean to you. And I just want you to take a moment to just think about what we wrote on that first night about if we could wave a magic wand, what would happen from this coaching that we're doing together and this work that we're doing together. And if you weren't here for that, just visualize if you could wave your magic wand and get something out of tonight, what would that look like? How would that feel? And just take a moment to connect to that desire and that intention and just bring that to us. And then just go ahead and release everything and blink the eyes open. And here we are. And here's Hillary, our darling. And you have your seat. <laughs> and here's oh, you hate that seat? Oh, I always no, I save it for I you. Promise I don't. Oh, <laughs> isn't that now? See, that's what happens when people assume. I am assuming she loves that seat. No, I'm always saving it for. It. it keeps me upright. Makes you, you want to Makes you want to yeah, work out. You. It makes me want to work out. Thank you. Um, so, Hillary's darling mm -hmm. husband came in today and helped me hang up my um, chimes in my office in my wealth corner, and he he's just. So cute. But he kind of had the same reaction as Hillary, like, like looking around like, oh. A gym. A gym. A gym. It was what really cute. It reminded me of when <laughs> Hillary first got here. Um, okay, so tonight we're talking about feminine, embracing the feminine. And before we do anything, I just want to say we love the masculine. So we're going to focus tonight on the feminine, and all, I'm going to get into why this is so important. Um, for changes and health changes, but, and this is hopefully going to be really clear as we go along, but we're, we're not slamming the masculine in any way. And it's just like anything else. We need both, right? So we're talking about the feminine because the feminine is getting neglected, especially when it comes to health changes and challenges that we have with eating and body image and those types of things. But there's nothing wrong with the masculine. And if the masculine's working... There's no need to change anything, okay? This is for when things aren't working to have other ideas and just to be open. So just stay open-minded and just remember that we're not, there's not one thing that's better. We just tend to gravitate towards the masculine when it comes to health changes, challenges, and concerns. So we're going to talk about this. And before we start on this, I want to just share with you, um, when I was in eating psychology school with Mark David, who's the founder and director of uh, the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, my favorite strategy of his, and I mean, I loved the training, so this is saying a lot. My favorite strategy, and it's as a feminine strategy, so it's a perfect thing to start with, is that when you're faced with a health challenge or <coughs> running into issues around, like, I don't know why I'm not doing this. I've been trying to do this. I don't know why it's not happening or... I can't believe I did that again. Oh my gosh. Like, you know. Um, his suggestion for us as coaches and for me as a person, I've used this as a coach and I use it in my own personal life, is look and see how that is right. Oh, how did this how does this make sense that this is what's happening? And the reason why I bring this up at the beginning is because I do want to do a very short check-in for those of you that were here last week about our homework. And I think it will be beneficial even if you weren't here last week. But I want you to just, I'm going to start, I'm going to check in with what happened with my homework, and I'm going to give you a perfect example of how we can make ourselves right. And this is part of, one of my gifts as a coach, is if you need help with this, I'm happy to help you figure out how to make it right, because I can spin it. <laughs> I maybe should have been in advertising, I don't know, but I can spin it. And... Um, 
And I think it's powerful because I think that if beating ourselves up and kicking ourselves for not doing it well worked, we would all be perfect. I really do. Um, so I love this strategy and um, I think it's empowering to look and see how it makes sense and how it's right. So the second thing I'm going to say before we check in, and I'm going, I'm really working on this for myself, but when we, Rob and I went to this amazing therapy weekend, um, we had, it was, it couldn't have been better. I'm just so thankful. But one of the things the therapist said is he said to us, because we did some dialogue, more information, less words, concise, clear, short. So that's my goal for tonight. And when we do our check-in, that's what we're looking for. Clear and concise with few, as few words as possible so we can keep it moving. So my homework was, we talked about um, doing a linchpin habit last week to kind of set the stage for us being able to cultivate this sense of obstacles being opportunities. And that starts with connection to the divine. So we were, talk, we were talking about, we all committed to a, a new linchpin habit. And a lot of us have a great beginning of our day and we're just going deeper, making it bigger. So my habit was to wake up and as I'm drinking my high quality water, read my affirmations from Louise Hay and Marianne Williamson and then standing in the kitchen, ask for help. So that was awesome on Wednesday, awesome on Thursday, and then we got bus to Boulder on Friday, so, and it took me all weekend to get caught up, and then Monday I was so tired coming in here, so. So, I recommitted, I'm back, I'm gonna do it again this week, but I'm just gonna let you know that, better luck this week, because last week was a bit of a bust. <laughs> but it makes perfect sense. I got up at 2.30 in the morning on Friday, I was in therapy all weekend, you know, stuff happened. Okay, so let's do a short, concise check-in, and if you didn't do well, feel free to spin it. Bill, would you like to start? Sure. Great. Mine was to do the 555, five minutes of gratitude, five minutes of movement, and I don't remember the other one right now, five minutes of manifesting my day. Mm -hmm. I thought about it a lot on Wednesday. I didn't do it at all Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And last week for me was about, it was my birthday on Thursday. I had the best week ever. Oh, and nice. there's just different things going on. What I did do is I made my freaking bed every day. All right. Yeah. Now I haven't been doing it, so that felt good. So there's no beating up, there's no shame, there's no nothing. It was good. Great. Recommitting, try it again. No, I'm going to make my bed every day this next week. Perfect. And that's another awesome strategy. This wasn't working. This isn't what the time for whatever. Perfect. Love it. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Jeannie? My linchpin was going to be uh, movement every day, which I did except for Saturday and Sunday. Um, and it was also uh, cutting out a picture for my vision board to mm. complete it. And I did not do that one day. Part of it is, is magazines are out of sight, out of mind. Um, so I don't know if I want to. I, I want to recommit to finishing my dream board, but I don't want to do it every morning. It just doesn't work. Yeah, timing wise, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not a good time, not a good time of day to do it. But I, okay. Oh, sorry, just a bit of an exaggeration. Or as many as I wanted. And at first I was thinking walking more. 
and then I didn't have time, but it, you know, one time I just went outside, went downstairs, and came back up, and and Kirk's like, "Really? That's your that's your new thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is." Oh, and it, and it was fine. So um, yeah, perfect. We it love worked that. really well. And and my trick is that I can't look at my phone until you know I can't check my email until I do it. And that went well. And that's the only thing that got me out the door. Oh, well, it's one, isn't it wonderful that you know that? Yeah, I yeah, did. That's great. Yeah, I did know it. Okay. That's All right. great. Let's take a breath. Okay, great. Congratulations. Good job. Uh, keep it up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're in, Richard? Uh, mine was to do my affirmations. Um, some motion. <laughs> Drinking the water. I made it Monday, Thursday, Friday, was on the road. So maybe the goal is to do it five days a week right now. No, I won't be on. No, I won't be. This was a, an odd weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, and you feel okay about it? I do. <laughs> you mean we can't, like, whip you? No, I think. <laughs> well, maybe. Recreationally, but not. Okay. <laughs> if it's pleasurable. There's a vision I didn't need. <laughs> right. uh, well, good. Maybe we don't even need to do embracing feminine. Everybody sounds okay with the way they did it. No, 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 no. Well done. No, no. Okay, excuse me. I'm sorry. You, you felt that. I think there's some good work here. No, I want to hear it. You want to hear Yeah, what? we want to hear embracing. Oh, no, I'm just teasing. Okay, excuse me just a moment while we just do a tiny, lucky timeout. So we're a little off our game because we were gone all weekend, and uh, Lucky was with two different families, so he's just a little. Yeah. I don't know. It just threw him. They're, they're very habit orientated, and he was out of his habits, so now I'm making excuses for my child. <laughs> Okay, um, perfect. Uh, feminine strategies, page one. So, uh, embracing the feminine. So this is my absolute favorite um, visual. I just love this. So I just want you to just take a look at this um, left brain, right brain. So the right brain is the feminine, and the left brain is the masculine, in case that wasn't clear to anybody. And just notice the differences. It's and, um, you know, neither one, both are better in balance and together. And as a general rule, and this is a very general rule, women tend to be more feminine and men tend to be more masculine. So some of the strategies that we talk about tonight are going to maybe land more for the women. We just have more feminine. That's just the way that it goes. But they can be useful for men because, like I said, when it comes to health strategies and making changes, sometimes the masculine's not working and we need to have an alternative way. Okay? And so there's always going to be a balance, but this doesn't get hurt a lot. And it'll be interesting to see what everybody thinks when they get done because when this first started getting introduced to me, I just started feeling this gigantic sense of relief. Wow, this totally makes sense. Oh my gosh. No wonder this has been so challenging for me to try to be in these masculine strategies, which we're going to get into. So, second page. When we're talking about the feminine and the masculine, basically we're talking about an archetype. So, just briefly, what is an archetype? An archetype is basically a universal energy or a universal pattern that's very recognizable. So when we talk about it, we as a culture are going to be like, oh, that, that's what this is. So for example, I put some archetypes on here. Um, the far left top is Mother Earth, right? When we, when we talk about that, you, you have a visual of an energy of nurturing and caring and, and natural, right? Or if we talk about the hero archetype, we have a visual of someone who's brave and strong and steadfast with these values, right? Or um, the picture on the right at the top is, um, I was looking for an underdog picture, right? I mean, when we say the word underdog, you have 
this feeling of like an overcomer and someone against all odds and you know we everybody's smiling we have this these these archetypes that we recognize and when we talk about that we get this feeling of these stories or movies or or biblical um, I put down of course I had to include the dog right there's Lassie is the typical dog loyal dog archetype right I mean we can't leave the dog out and I love that little picture of Lassie and then there's also, you know, an energy of a princess. So you can see the difference of, um, you know, I didn't put a print, I didn't put a later picture of Diana, but doesn't that that's before she really came into her own? She's still a princess. Am I okay? How how is it? How is this world going to be for me? Right, that younger woman, and then very different energy than the queen, right? Um, Kate Blanchett as Queen Elizabeth. She's powerful, in charge, knows who she is, stepping up to help people. And it's the same with the prince and the king. You can just see the, the difference between the, am I there yet? I don't know what I'm doing versus, you know, as we come into an age, hopefully we're evolving into king. So we're talking about that with the feminine and the masculine. And just to go a little deeper, next page, we're talking about, when we're talking about masculine and feminine as archetypes, there's a lot of different ways. I just listed a few that are a little more familiar, but we think about father, sky, and mother, earth. Right and the and or the sun is going to be masculine. The moon is feminine. The uh, positive and negative. The the positive is male and and um, even with like a plug-in, right? Like the outlet is female and the plug-in is male. That's just we just we can recognize these things. Um, masculine. I'm an electrical contractor. So yeah, I, I spot. That. Yeah. So you've got it. <laughs> Hard, soft. Masculine is fast. The feminine is slow. Masculine day. Feminine night, masculine thinking, feminine feeling, active and passive. So, again, it's balancing out. We don't want just one side of any of this. There's nothing wrong with either side. It's just balance and, and becoming more aware of that. Seriously. <laughs> so, we'll start with the masculine because we're going to spend more time on the feminine. But I just wanted just some words that go along with the masculine, um, linear, targeted, goal-oriented. You're going to notice this feeling in you as you listen to these words, feel goal-orientated, sacrifice, penetrating, get right to the point, exact, scientific. Is this, this, did science prove it? Can we prove it? Is it in a lab? Right? That's a masculine energy, measured, direct, specific. How, how much exactly should I be eating? What exactly should I be doing for my exercise? How many calories did I burn? Very masculine ideas. Powerful, self-reliant, I'm gonna make shit happen, right? <laughs> Willful, scientific, logical, critical. You know, you're looking at it like, mm, I don't know if that's quite right. So you can see where these things are very important for some of the jobs that we all have or some of the things that we all use, right? We need to have a strong, healthy masculine to. Because sometimes we got to just get these sheets done. We got to sit down at the computer. We got to pull out our masculine, and we got to be like, "I'm getting this done because I've got to talk tonight, right?" The masculine wants to know how long it's going to take. What exactly do I need to do? What's the most efficient short distance, right? The masculine is not going to pick the scenic route. The masculine is going to say, "I don't care. We're getting there, right?" I don't know if anybody here has traveled with someone who's deeply in their masculine. It can be very unpleasant if there's any type of busing or delay or de-icing. I mean, I watched Rob on the plane. They had to de-ice for 20 minutes, and he is literally, like, rocking back and forth because he's in his masculine and he wants to get there. And I, there's nothing wrong with that, but I am uncomfortable because I just want to enjoy every minute. I don't want to be stressed out about something we can't do anything about. We might as well just enjoy each other, and I'm reading this great book. So um, masculine says, I'm going to make it happen. And masculine, it's very masculine energy. I'm going to sacrifice whatever it takes. And that's a part of our society, right? And it's part of evolution. The men in their masculine were willing to go into battle and sacrifice for their family. And they still are and still do. Um, so it's important to know that that's a very masculine thing. So when it comes to, um, go ahead and, 
I think I put these out of order, but go ahead and skip the next page and just pull out the masculine health strategies. It should be two, or maybe I put it in the right order for you guys. Um, so masculine health strategies. And you're going to notice, now I just thought masculine, right? I mean, look at that guy. <laughs> so here's, here's what governs our, for a lot of people, the way they make health changes and the way they address losing weight or letting go of overeating or making sure that we do a new linchpin habit or whatever. We, we decide what we need. I need to weigh this amount and I'm going to eat this amount and exercise this amount to get to that in six weeks. It's a very masculine strategy. Um, I'm going to measure everything. I'm going to weigh and measure my food. I'm going to weigh and measure myself before and after exercise. I'm going to weigh and measure my water. I'm going to, you know, this is, what did they say in the lab? What did this book say? That's a very masculine strategy. Um, I'm going to do this, this many days, and in three weeks, this is how much I'm going to weigh, and this is how it's going to go, right? Specific, masculine. I'm going to count every calorie that goes in and goes out, and that needs to be in the deficit so I can lose this weight. Or I'm not, I'm overeating at night, I'm done, I'm going to set it on the calendar, I'm going to do this for six weeks no matter what, I'm going to check in with blah, 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 done deal. That's a masculine strategy. Heroic workouts, I'm going to, you know, it doesn't matter, I'm on a schedule. I do this on Mondays, this on Tuesdays, this on Wednesdays, I'm sticking to it. Masculine strategy. Um... What what do I need? You know, how much protein, how much carbohydrate, how much fat? You know, I need this amount, right? The zone would be a perfect thing of a masculine strategy. Weight Watchers, how many points? That's a masculine strategy. Measuring. I'm going to make it happen. You know, do or die. Um, I'm going to weigh myself. Uh, success is, I, I know that I'm successful when I get here. Okay, so I don't know if you guys can feel this, but this is what is out there for most people with making health changes. And when it comes to losing weight, accepting your body, it's acceptable when I get there, when I get to this number that's been decided by this authority, you know, right? My thighs need to be this size and blah, blah, blah. I need to have these wrinkles cleared out by X, Y, and Z, and I don't know. So. These strategies work really well for some people. And if it's working and it's not broken, you're not here to fix it. Okay? That's not what we're talking about. But we're talking about when there's a habit or a change or something that's causing us stress. And this can, I'm talking mainly with body, weight, um, eating challenges, um, exercise challenges, health challenges, but this could be applied to anything. I certainly have started applying this to my career path because I've been very masculine and I'm going to start here I'm making this amount of money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to sign up for B-School and do this, this, and this, and by here I'll be making this. That has not worked for me. <laughs> I am now doing different strategies because it's just not getting me where I want to go. So tonight's talk and this whole point of this is if it's not working for you, here's some other suggestions and ideas. And it's just to get you thinking in another way. And again, if the masculine's working, continue on because we need that. And that is a perfect strategy a lot of times. But it's nice to have options. You go into the grocery store, it's nice to have three different brands, right? Rob and I were just at Whole Foods and it was like, oh my gosh, look at the options of all that you could do this healthy thing or this healthy thing or this, or this less healthy thing. I mean, it's so nice to have options, right? Okay, the feminine. This is where it got fun for me today. Yeah, so me too. the feminine is the next page. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know how this is going for you guys, but like for me, when this started coming into my realm of possibility, there was a part of me that just started smiling inside. I was just like, Yes. Who knew? The feminine is all about pleasure. Am I going to enjoy this? Because if I'm not, nah, you know, I'm kind of out, right? The, the, the feminine is yielding. Oh, this isn't working. Oh, it's okay. That's fine. Just, I'm flexible. I'm going to move over here. The feminine absolutely enjoys the journey. It's collaborative. What are you doing? How's it working for you? What's happening there? 
It's passionate. This is so amazing. I can't even believe it. I love all this color. I love this flexibility. I love this journey. Natural. Mother Earth. What's natural? Is it homemade? The feminine doesn't count calories. The feminine wants to know, who did you make this at your home? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. What's in it? Is it organic? It's so amazing. The feminine is magical. It's intuitive. What, how does this feel? What, I'm getting this sense, you know? We were talking about Sharon earlier. Talk about intuition and feminine and, you know, just going with it. Like, I'm just going to tell somebody because I'm getting this feeling. Like, that wasn't logical. That was intuitive. I just feel safe. This feels right. This feels like something I want to do. The feminine is vulnerable. I don't know how to do this. I need help. This isn't working. I can't do this by myself. That's feminine. That's vulnerable. That's allowing help. The feminine receives. The masculine gives. The feminine receives. 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 Bring it in. The feminine's open-minded. I don't need science. How does it feel? How did it work for you? How did it work for you? The masculine wants to say, what did the science study say? Feminine's like, did, how did it feel to you? Because it feels weird to me. I don't know if I can trust this. Feminine is unpredictable. Like one of the perfect um, metaphors for feminine energy is the ocean. It's, it's up, it's down, it's all around. The waves aren't the separate sides. They don't come up the same amount. You never know. All of a sudden it's calm. All of a sudden the waves are too big to surf. That's unpredictable. That's the feminine. Um, colorful. Uh, illogical. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just the way it is. I just don't want to do it today. I did it yesterday and every day before that, but I don't want to do it anymore. Don't ask me to explain it. Um, ease. Effortless. What's the easiest way? You know, what, what's the easiest way to this? Not what's the most direct, but what's the easiest? Yeah, it might take me 10 more years, but it's easier. And I'm enjoying the journey. The masculine's horrified at that, right? The masculine's like, yeah, but we could do it in two. We just do this. And just be miserable for the next two. Okay? There's just, it's just the difference. The feminine wants to know how it feels. The feminine wants to know, do I like this? Checking in. Feminine wants to know, what's the story? How did it work? What is your background like? What, how, you know, the feminine wants to know. The feminine is curious. Will this give me pleasure? Am I going to enjoy this? I mean, I might try. I remember when I was sick and I started getting, I got on with, after the eighth doctor, I got some relief and then it started going south again because all he did was put me on drugs instead of addressing. So I was going to work with Molly at Glow. And I said to my friend Amy, I said, I'm going. But if she tries to put me on any diet that doesn't look or taste good, I'm out. Because that's, and that's the feminine. That's the, fe I'm not doing this if it's not going to be good. Right? If I can't, is it unique? Is it different? I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be different. Right? It's interesting because we live in a society that says we all need to look a certain way and a certain size, but the feminine doesn't want to look like everybody else. The feminine wants to look anything but like anybody else. It wants to be its own size, its own shape, its own, what, how does this body feel to me? Not what you're telling me my size should be or what everybody's. The feminine doesn't like that. The feminine's getting crushed in our society with it comes to health changes, body love. It's, it's getting hurt. It's causing a lot of problems. The feminine allows things to come in. They just, it allows things to come in. It's going to come, it's going to get here when it gets here. It's coming in. The feminine doesn't go get it. The feminine waits. The feminine sits and allows it to come in. The feminine is open to receiving. The feminine is patient. Oh, okay. This is taking a while. Well, what can I enjoy looking around? Feminine, we talked about instincts. The feminine does not like to get weighed. So every time we step on a scale, we're pretty much kicking the feminine to the curb. <clears throat> See ya. I'm going to tell you what we are. We got to make sure. We got to monitor. We got to make sure this is right. This is how much I used to weigh. Am I the same? That's, the feminine is not happy with that. The feminine does not like to be weighed, measured, does not like to be rated. You're a 10. You're a 9. Now I'm an 8. The feminine does not like that. The feminine is unique, individual, creative. Do not tell me a number. 
and then asked me to measure up to that. The feminine is gentle. So you can see where this is going to be some very different strategies. So feminine health strategies, next page. <clears throat> the feminine says, how do I really feel about making this change? The feminine asks the question, where's this desire coming from? Am I trying to weigh this certain amount because it will make me more lovable or because this is what my guy wants or this is what society says so I can be successful? What, what The feminine is willing to ask the question, how do I really feel? Is this really what I want from your intuition, from your gut, from your insides? How does this really feel? The feminine insists on enjoying the moment. I may be... Over ate yesterday, but I be dang, I'm, I am definitely going to enjoy today anyway. When I was in the height of manipulation and control around my weight, there was no enjoying the day after the indulgence. You got on the treadmill, you made it happen, you ate a salad, you were a little hungry when you went to bed, and then maybe you could think about enjoying yourself the next day. That's not the feminine. That's a masculine idea. The feminine is open to receiving help. How can I do this differently? Who out there has done this differently? Who out there is doing it differently? Who's accepting their body right where it is? There's people doing that. Who's not on a diet? Who's not anxious about getting a bunch of plastic surgery to look 10 years younger? Who, who out there can help me with what I really want? And if you decide you want some of these things, that's fine, but, it, it, but tuning into what's real and what's working and how w much we're enjoying it, because sometimes when we're working with these masculine strategies, we aren't able to enjoy the journey. I'll feel good about myself when I get to this number. I'll feel good about myself when I get this many workouts in and it's consistent. I'll feel good about myself when I can put my foot behind my head in yoga. I'll feel, you know... Um, so asking for help, watching what other, there are people out there that are not doing it that way. It's just, you have to be able to, you have to be looking for them. Um, the feminine asks, what's in an alternative, basically, in a more enjoyable way? What's, how can I do it differently? This isn't working. I do not like this. What, that happened for me with my job. This is not working. I'm totally stressed out all the time. I'm not getting there anyway. Sometimes that's really helpful. Sometimes it's hard to let go of these strategies that aren't working until you're really sure they're just not going to work and then you're way more open-minded. So I started becoming more willing to think, okay, what's, who's doing it differently? Who's doing, who's doing a more feminine approach? And how can I enjoy this more instead of being miserable trying to figure this out? The feminine does not do heroic exercise. The feminine moves. Now, in your feminine moving the exercise might look heroic to somebody, right? It, it, that doesn't mean the workout has to be easy. It just means that you're completely in your body enjoying every minute of it. Or if you're not enjoying every minute of it, you're at least enjoying how it makes you feel. So, for example, within my workouts here, I'm not going to tell you that on the fourth set of hanging abs, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. I can hardly stand it, right? That's not true but for me it's still a feminine energy because I do it with people I love and I feel so amazing this endorphin and I really it just feels good to my body to do that so that works for me really well although someone looking at in might be like that's a heroic workout but the difference is it the way that I feel when I'm doing it and as I choose to do it and it's been an interesting journey because I have a really amazing workout partner who is always ready to go. And I, since trying to embrace this, sometimes am not. So watching myself deciding if today's the day I'm listening or if today's the day I'm going to try to keep up with her and watching that journey and realizing when I choose that I'm going to honor how I really feel, that I feel better afterwards and somehow things just, the world keeps spinning and I'm not... Nothing's changed, and she doesn't care, and nobody cares, and it's interesting. So the feminine moves. Um, the feminine is embodied. 
the feminine is in their body. The feminine is so tuned in. This is how it feels. This feels amazing. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I want to go a little harder on this last 50 of my 200, of my fifth 200 in a row on three minutes because it feels amazing, right? But they're in the bodies. I can really feel every little bit. Um, the feminine absolutely embraces the body as it is. Wrinkles, fat, strength, flexibility, right there. The female, the feminine is like awesome. Because the, the body is feminine. The, we come from a mother. We, we go back to the earth. The body is feminine. So the feminine is all about, this is your body. Hey, right? The masculine is, I'm going to do a fitness competition and make sure I don't have any whatever. Or I'm going to make sure that I lose this or whatever. And there, again, nothing wrong with that if it's working for you. It works really well for some people, I think. I'm not sure. Um, natural foods, homemade, from the earth. The thing, you know, oh my God, that's a gorgeous avocado. Not how big is it? Let's weigh it. How many calories are in it? Right? Um, pleasure is important. We talked about that. What feels right about making these changes? So, so the feminine receives, the feminine is happy where it is, the feminine enjoys the journey, but that doesn't mean that the feminine is stagnant and not moving forward. And it doesn't mean that the feminine is not wanting to heal, evolve, change. It just means that those things are coming from a space of this feels right. This feels next. This is what I really want. And this is and clear as to why and where that's coming from. It's not coming from a number. It's not coming from a measurement against other people. It's coming from an inside intuition, feeling, inspiration from somebody. Right? The feminine. So the feminine wants to know what feels right. I want to I want to move in the morning because it really sets my day up to feel wonderful. It, feels good. The, the energy behind that isn't I'm going to move in the morning so that I can maintain this weight or so I can lose this weight or whatever. The difference? Um, the feminine, this is one of my, this is an amazing feminine strategy. Um, the feminine claims the end results in the beginning. So this is, this is a great one for love and accepting the body and on a weight loss journey or even um, with a relationship. Like do what, okay, what's going to be different when you lose the 10 pounds? Well, I'm going to buy these sexy clothes and I'm going to go on this date and I'm going to take this vacation. The feminine says, awesome, buy the clothes now, go on the date now, and go on the vacation now. Don't wait till you lose the 10 pounds. Do it now. The, you do what you want in the beginning. You start living, I want to have a more abundant career. You start living what makes me feel abundant? Now, it doesn't mean go out and just spend carelessly, but what, what creates this feeling of abundance for me? You know, going out to dinner, taking an afternoon off, whatever that would be. So any type of strategy, what, what makes you feel, what's the end result? What are you waiting? Because we want to do it now. Because we want to enjoy all these things as we go get to where we want to go. And the truth is, is that doing these things oftentimes will get us where we want to go. We'll either lose the weight because we're less stressed and anxious about it and we're learning how to tune into what the body really wants, or we don't care about losing the weight at some point. It's a win-win. There's -win. <laughs> no way to lose, right? It, gets, it, it works. Um, I'm either going to just skyrocket into a huge career or I'm going to be just so happy with the way it is exactly here. It doesn't matter. Either way, it's a win-win. Um, so those, that's the feminine. Those are some ideas on the feminine. So what I would like to do next is, um, just, we're just going to sit for a minute before we start this, but basically we're just going to tap into the right side of our brain with some writing and think about if there's a challenge, a health challenge, a habit you want to start, um, a concern that you're having, something that you're that's out there that's 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 something that you've tried. This this little picture at the bottom, you've just you've tried to change it. It hasn't worked. It's just, it's frustrating. It's kind of there. So just what we're gonna do is um, I just want you to just take a minute and just just see if that 
anything kind of starts to come up and we're just going to write, it's just going to take a minute and you're just going to write it down. Um, and if, if you don't have something, that's fine. Sometimes with the writing, something will come up or not. And you can just write, there's everything's perfect. I don't want to change anything. Everything's great. I don't want to change anything. Just keep writing. And you may not come up with something, but we're just going to spend, sometimes things come up with the writing that accesses the other side of our brain, the right side, the feminine side, and you may shed some light on it. So just a minute of pen to paper. Anything that you have felt unsuccessful with, you're just going to write it down. And it may be more than one thing. It might be a paragraph. It might be bullets. Oh, you don't have a pen? I do. Okay. Since we are talking about feminine, if you need to go a little longer and not be measured, <laughs> timed, <laughs> then we're going to be flexible. <laughs> uh, that's good. Cracking myself up. Okay. Uh, okay, so we've got that. Now, page two. Um, and some of these, if you need to write on the back, I couldn't resist putting the picture. I love the picture so much. Um, so the second thing that I'd like to, for you to write on is just hold that situation in your head. And then um, can you, we're going to do two minutes on this. Can you, and let me just keep talking a minute and then I'll let it be quiet while you're writing. But can you think of ways that that makes sense? Like basically now... Just like everything else, the dose makes the poison. We talked about the salt thing with the corn on the cob, how it's so much better with some salt, but if you did the whole salt shaker, it's not actually great because the dose is what makes it. So we don't want to get caught in excuses and constantly be like, well, I couldn't possibly because I'm a, and, and get into that victim energy. There's a balance here, right? But it's, it's so helpful to just basically be like, wow, of course I'm doing it this way. So quick example, like if someone's overeating every night, so it's been something that's happened to me before, and you just focus on, I'm going to just stop overeating and you just, I'm going to stop, I'm going to call somebody and I'm just going to, and I'm going to not buy any foods that I like. It doesn't really matter if you're actually someone who does this, you, you can do it on cabbage. It's ridiculous. Um, but if you can step three steps back and be like, wow, how can I be right? What is this doing for me? Well, it's giving me a high. It's giving me some pleasure that I haven't had all day. I'm completely wound up in this whole area of my life, so this is me unwinding. So you start to make sense of, this makes sense because of this. Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to keep doing that without unwind, you know, working on some of the things that are causing the problem, but how does it make sense that you haven't been able to make this change yet? Can you find the compassion and... Try just writing, even if you don't know. Be like, no, I should have already made the change. And just keep writing that. That's fine. But just see see if, we, if you can find how you're right. Okay? We're going to do two minutes. Use the back if you want. And...
It's interesting because <clears throat> there are a lot of things that I do that require writing, like in the steps we need to write to do work out of resentment, and um, there's the, um, Byron Katie's the work require you know suggests that you write, it. and I I still even though I've done this, I, I and you just see so much when you're writing, but I still am always like oh I I'll just think about it. But it's different. Do you know? Are you guys noticing that it's just different when you have pen to paper? It's, there's a different energy there. It's um, many of the teachers that I've read their work suggest writing strongly. Not you can't do it in your head. Um, I love this quote: "Compassionate action has to start with ourselves." I know. Um, you know, on this journey that we're on, where we're evolving, healing, growing. I mean, ultimately, our goal is to be of service. But it is just such a more powerful place to be when we are so compassionate with ourselves that creates the space for us to be of service. So keep that in mind, how you're right. You're awesome. And then I have one more visual here um, because we're going to, I just want to, again, um, just use the, you know, the feminine, the right side of the brain is a visual opposed to listening to me. So I just wanted to just, just kind of looking in here and just getting the feeling feminine, masculine, difference, that energy, right brain, I'm creative, free spirit, passion, yearning, sensuality, I'm the sound of roaring laughter, I am taste, the feeling of sand beneath bare feet, I am movement, vivid colors. I urge to paint on empty canvas. I am boundless imagination, art, poetry. I sense, I feel, I am everything I wanted to be. Interesting. Right? So just kind of feeling that energy. And now with journaling question number three, what I want you to do is write down anything that you could think of of how you can look at your situation differently. And don't censor it. This is impossible for me. Don't try to figure it out. Just how could it be different? What, what else could you try? What else would someone else try? What, what's a suggestion? Might be, I, I don't even, do I really even need this to happen? Who knows what will come up? And, I loved, I, loved this, I loved this visual, so I had to put the big picture in. So I did give you a second page because I took up so much space and you might need. So if you have, you can just go to the next page if you need. But basically just tap into that other side. Don't worry about being logical. Don't worry. You don't have to do it. It doesn't have to work. It doesn't have to make sense. Just let, the, let that creativity go. We're going to spend two minutes here. I'm going to stop talking as soon as I start the timer. So just... Free format, no one can no one has to know, no one has to see it. No judgments.
Ooh, we should have made that one 10 minutes. You guys are going to town. I like it. It's interesting. It's kind of fun. It's kind of scary. Um, just sit with that for a second, just for a minute. Just let it land and just look back over and just, is there anything that feels good or interesting or powerful? Um, like I said, I was really ready for this when this came into my life. It felt really relaxing and liberating to have options. Oh, really good and scary like can I really let go of some of these ideas of how I feel about things um, so page four or question four is um, I commit to trying this differently this week so one thing um, about the feminine is the feminine can always will always change its mind I just changed my mind. Just so <laughs> Weird. I changed my mind. You know, it's helpful even if this doesn't land and you don't need this, these, these strategies. It's helpful if you're in relationship with someone who's got a strong feminine, right? You, you know, you can kind of be like, oh, huh. Okay, well, that explains that. And just recognizing it and being like, that's totally different than the way I would do it. But isn't that... Our, you know, our yin and our yang, and isn't it interesting? Um, so this one is um, about trying one of these ideas out. You just got some creativity flowing. May not work. May work. Who knows? Might offer some freedom. So um, let's spend the next. Let's just, I'm just going to let it go until everybody's done writing. Whatever you commit to. I don't know that it will take a long time, but if it takes a little bit, that's fine. But what's something that you're willing to commit to? And, you know, if none of this is resonating, that's fine. This is about possibilities and new. And if that's not up, Right now, then that's also quite feminine to just say, nah, I'm not going to do it right now. Okay, well, that was the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something out of it. Whether you need to embrace more feminine or embrace more masculine this week, I hope that it's on your radar and you can kind of think about that. Options are always good, right? We love having lots of options. I hope that was helpful. Next week, we're talking about movement and exercise. And there'll be more worksheets and more homework. It'll be very exciting. I hope you tune in. Thank you so much for listening. Give me a shout-out at... Uh, Angela's Gym on Facebook, Angela's Gym on Instagram. My website is going to Angela's.com. You can sign up for a weekly email that'll land in your inbox on Sundays. I call it Inspiration to Be Awesome. Or you can also hit me up on Twitter, Angela's Gym. So give me a little tweet. I loved it. I hated it. I really, I, the feminine's awesome. The feminine sucks. I don't know. No, the feminine doesn't suck. It's all about balance, people. It's all about balance. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week.